0: Long since being gay was like hasn't had that ick factor, like it's suddenly like now in the past few years, it's been it's is that it, we've seen like this huge overturn of just like it's actually acceptable. Like, I
1: have to say, well, yeah, you know, when we were kids, it was oh, that's gay was like a derogatory yeah. term, that's yep. just what we said, and now that's oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. well,
0: and um, I this was just 2000, almost nine years ago that i arrived on my ship in the middle of the middle east i had just come out come out to my parents and just and then flown off to the middle east and run Plotted <laughs> into the plopped into the uh on a destroyer in the middle of the gulf the persian gulf didn't know shit didn't know anybody and all i hear is the the three letter f word and the um all these gay jokes and all this stuff so I did not feel safe you know and oh, that was I like 10 years ago like I um so that's I mean we've come a long way since then as a I think but I think there's still definitely a lot to go because we got legislation that wants to take away trans rights we've got um the possibility of <laughs> Roe v. Wade being turned over oh. um and, which could Uh, domino effect into gay rights Hello and welcome to Not So Peter Priested podcast. This is your host Jake Taylor. Uh, right at the top, you can email me at, not so Peter at gmail.com. Uh You can send your not so your <laughs> send your <laughs> Mormon moments with Mormons. That's the thing I was trying to say. Um, and you can send your stories, whatever if you want to read me to read them on the Minnesota. If you just want somebody to like a listening ear or a reading eye. Anyway, um and then uh you can also reach me at in- Instagram at Notzel Peter Um and that is it. Uh now I'm going to welcome my guest co host, the Canadian with the mostest. It's Dusty.
1: <laughs> the Canadian with the mostest the mostest anxiety, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Back. How's it going? Thank you for having me How back. I'm good. Always? It's, always, always, always happy to be here. Um, No, I'm good. I'm having a, it's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. Yeah. yeah. We had our Pride yesterday and I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> it was a lot. It was incredible. My feet mm-hmm. tired.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were out and about good. forever too, so.
1: All day. I know when yeah. I go
0: to Pride, I'm like dead by the end of it because it's just it's a lot yeah
1: yeah like my apple watch was like you've walked eight kilometers and i was like that feels about right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what that means but you know it's like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it. i should i should am
0: american <laughs>
1: should, hold on we'll we'll convert it what is
0: eight kilometers eight
1: kilometers
0: <laughs> like um it's that's probably so like guys Four feet, nine oh. second, one miles. Oh, dang,
1: girl! It's a lot. It's a lot of wandering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Good job. You didn't. You didn't need that. until we, as, you just told me yesterday was your rest day too. And you I just,
1: know. Oh, I just walked 50 miles. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, eight
0: kilometers. <laughs>
1: no, and my kids pretty much walk the whole way too. So. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we got home there were like, I'm tired. I was like, yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but it was great. It was so much fun. How's your weekend been, though?
0: Super chill. Um, I am unsupervised right now, so that's, I don't know what to do with my <laughs> life, myself, but it's great. I need an and, adult. <laughs> <laughs> I know, an adult to your adult. <laughs> uh, but it's nice. Um, yeah, I have I binge-watched some TV oh. and um, got a little drunk last night. I already feel dusty on that one, but I'm not going to dust <laughs> That one stays in For the... my ears
1: only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and
0: then, um, yeah, today's been, like, rainy and gross, so we've just been kind of chill. Like, been yeah, getting- it's
1: rainy and gross here, too. like, I didn't even water my garden.
0: Oh, yeah, oh. I got puppy snuggles though, so that's, that's oh. okay. <laughs> Puppy snuggles are the best I love it So you have, a, well, so first of all, before we start um, Today is a special Pride episode So um, I just thought that it would be um, good to talk about Gay Pride um, this because um, it's Pride Month, In June, yes. and
1: happy Pride everybody.
0: Pride everybody. If you don't celebrate Pride and you don't care about Pride and you just like what's Pride, then either keep listening and get educated, or turn it off now because we don't want it.
1: <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> I do not receive that. <laughs> I do not receive that. <laughs> uh, yes. Love it.
0: But yeah, uh, Dusty has a lovely, uh, she has, she had a lovely experience, um, but it kind of ties in uh, very well to what we're going to talk about today. So it's her moments with Mormons.
1: Oh, buckle <laughs> up, ladies and gentlemen,
0: because it's
1: not fun. <laughs>
0: but before you do that, there was, uh, I did have another moments with Mormons today. Oh, good. And it was, um, it's a little i want to do it before you do yours because then it won't like be all there be easier segue with yours anyway but this one um it was we're just chilling me and my little sister just chilling minding our own business and today is the first sunday of the month right and uh, as we know that's when the little boys go around and ask for their fast offering money they come. yep
1: oh no <laughs> we,
0: literally hid away from them <laughs> i was kind of, like i was down by the stairs like just hiding in the stairwell <laughs> I'm like i don't know i can answer it and then and uh, my little sister just like kind of slunk down under the windows <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> i could just hear her like no
0: thank you <laughs> i did not receive it <laughs> and then um and then the our dog was like running around like barking a little bit and she um my little sister was like you don't want him to let her know we're here I don't want to let him know we're here she's like trying to be quiet and then like, like trying right. to get the dog to be quiet of then, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're not here and then um, <laughs> yeah, um, the man the one so they knocked nicely at first and then they rang the doorbell and then they knocked really hard the next like the third time like, wow. Like, I was like, it was a little scary. I was like, thinking a little intense. Like,
1: they want their not, money. Yeah,
0: I'm not. They take their job seriously. When I, I can remember when I would do the fast offering stuff. I would just like, I literally did like two. Like, I did like, a, uh, I gave him one chance basically to open the door, and then I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, I didn't. Really, yeah. Because I was weird about doing that anyway, but.
1: <sighs> so there weird. Was... I only remember them coming a few times to my parents house but oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think because my dad always just like took care of it at church oh uh, yeah that makes sense I don't know so... it's all weird all of it's so weird yeah <sighs>
0: all right so there was that one um yours is not quite so funny but you know no. yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so backstory. I didn't know that this person was friends with me on Facebook. Um, So their brother is married to a relation of mine. And so I think that somehow has connected us on Facebook. I don't, I don't, I didn't know that we were friends. So I don't know. I literally don't understand Facebook. Like, <laughs> I'm showing my age, but I, it's I don't understand. A vortex, I, don't it's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> this person um I went to high school with, they're from Cardston. <laughs> from a very uh, Um first
0: Super Mormon Super area, Mormon. Right?
1: Super yeah. Mormon. Yeah. Like if you live in Canadian Cardston and aren't LDS, it's weird. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, okay, so and also the backstory, I had posted a picture of my five year old like waving a little pride flag. Um and just had, like, I think I just captioned it like, love is love. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing other than that. <laughs> so he writes to me on Facebook Messenger. He messaged me. He came to me with this. So mm-hmm. and says, Hi, I know this may seem odd, but I thought I would say that whether you go to church or not, period. Love is love movement, and the community that promotes pride does not need everyone's acknowledgement. I am not trying to debate you, but perfect love is charity and not pride at all. And then he sent me 1 Corinthians 13, which I did
0: not read. Yeah.
1: And I said, I don't go to church anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love that response. (laughs) Just
1: trying to be like... Yay. <laughs> and then continues. Oh my God. I worked on the student council at the college, and in my experience, I worked with a gay, capital gay guy. This capital gay guy ugh, would grope the other counselor's tits in front of me and say, hey, look at me, gay AF. And I was like, <sighs> I was, <laughs> so <laughs> I responded. I've been sexually harassed by straight men. So does that mean all straight men are predators? Because I'm not <laughs> understanding what. Here.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: He then continues. I just do not like pride and what it's doing to the community. And I am amazed at how identity politics is out of control on this issue. <laughs> Under the surface, love is not love. Love is so much more. And I said, that's perfect. It sounds like we have absolutely no reason to ever have anything to do with each other. Thank you for letting me know where you stand. Hoping that would end the conversation. But he is still typing obsessively. Um, he says, oh, I'm sorry you experienced that about my, yeah. And I said, I do not want to debate. <laughs> then don't Yeah,
0: just. debate. uh but he came to you
1: i don't know clearly you do want to debate if you're engaging like you're creating the conversation yeah if you don't want to debate then (sighs) anyways i said have a wonderful life i will not be continuing this discussion and he said i just find it interesting okay pretend you don't know the truth have a good life i wish you and your kids are always safe and loved and I just blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, I love. Okay, so
1: uh, just reading it back, I'm like shaking again. Yeah. Like I'm
0: shaking oh. all over. I, I see. So like I, I love that he. Well, I don't love it. I just you hear that argument, that argument, that point that they always make, where it's like it's hurting the community. What community is it hurting?
1: I. Like, I don't I'm understand. Sorry.
0: The gay community is marginalized and has historically been brutalized and mistreated by cops and like the LGBTQ community, especially like I'm just, oh, I.
1: And I'm thinking of it as like. I can't
0: even think of. (laughs) I'm
1: coming at it from like an economical stance of like our town sees such an influx of people coming into town for pride. The restaurants on our main street are overflowing. There is a wait list, a mile long to eat. There are people coming in, like we have a huge market that happens, a huge festival. So there are vendors, there are food trucks, there are performers, there are, I I just, I don't understand the mentality of like, this is damaging our community. How, how, how we have just come out of a pandemic where people have barely survived. And this is causing small local businesses to thrive, yeah. So just from that standpoint, this is a phenomenal thing for our community. I mean, he and I don't live in the same community, but so I can't speak for like, his town, but
0: Yeah. But it's the same point like all like I feel like any community that holds a pride will benefit from it because Absolutely. like like you said small businesses are going to benefit from it. Like they're going to be get their names out there, they're going to get more uh traffic flow. Like it's just it's Absolutely. only going to benefit them, and we all yeah. know how much these people love the economy, and they will—they <laughs> will risk everything to have a good economy, even if it means damaging people's lives. Um, yeah. But they will, uh, yeah. But oh, yeah. but because it's something that they don't believe in. And as if you can believe in the sexuality, like it's something right.
1: like, like what an asinine comment to even be like, I don't believe in gay people. Uh, okay. Well, right. I don't believe in the moon. Like
0: we are magical it's... creatures, but we're like, <laughs> 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 you can actually see us. <laughs> it's a
1: thing. It exists. We do so exist. <laughs> just pretending that it's not there is very stupid. Yeah,
0: exactly. Ugh.
1: Oh, anyways, So Ugh.
0: Yeah. So today we were going to talk about um, allyship and pride, a little bit of history of pride, and kind of how we can be um, allies in the like in the post Mormon world. Because um, you also had an experience where you right was it your one of your Facebook groups that you were. I don't want to get it wrong, but like she, somebody had posted that they, how do you celebrate Pride? Is it family friendly, that kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah.
1: So this woman had posted one of my Exmo, women's groups, um, saying we're interested in taking our kids to Pride. We've never been. Is it a family appropriate place to go? And I was like, it's, it's literally about inclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oof. <laughs> yeah i was i just and then i had to be like okay she's probably like fresh out she probably yeah.
0: um oh like to yeah. like her credit like at least she's asking about it and like she's interested yeah. in bringing her family to it and exposing them to the like the gay community queer community and yeah, absolutely I think that's huge and that's like a good step toward in the right direction but like the I don't like the phrasing of is it family friendly? Like that just felt that feels icky to me a little bit. But it's also we were talking before of how that's like remnants of Mormonism creeping in and how we um we're so ingrained to like in family yeah. oriented yeah. is like a cer looks a certain way to them. And um it's not just like You can be, I saw this thing um, that uh, people, so there's also a flip side to that where people in the queer community will be mad that there's straight people at Pride, and, um, but then you think about um, our allies, we want allies, straight allies, and yet we're going to, Exclude them from our pride events. Like that doesn't make sense. Like if they're going to be there to support and to say, "Hey, we see you as equals, and we see you, we want to celebrate you," and we yeah, that's what they're there for. And also, like,
1: I'm not a part of the community, but I feel it's important for me to be there just to say, "Like you matter," and I'm happy to celebrate with you.
0: Yeah. Well, in the um, let's say in the also, you just by looks, it's another thing. Like you can be misgendering somebody. Like you could be saying oh, yeah. like, they could be a trans couple. Like it could be like, um, they could actually be a female to male with a female. You know, like they're like,
1: yeah,
0: they're just you have no idea what their backstory is, and just by judging them and saying like, that's just exactly what we don't want. That's the type of that doesn't shouldn't belong in pride is the judgment and unfortunately that's um, in my experience that's been there a lot in pride events like there's a lot of um there is like this feeling of like acceptance and like overwhelming like it's so cool it's one of the like if you haven't been to a pride before it's like i've never been to one that was terrible like I mean, some are better than others, obviously, for different reasons, but, like, they're mm-hmm. all, like, you just go and you just feel, I being around other people that are uh, queer and, like, that are um, also allies, whatever, it's just an incredible experience. And I can remember my first Pride was in Salt Lake, and it was the first time I'd been around so many gay people, and it wasn't, like, huge for me, like, and that's yeah. the thing, like, it's every pride you go to that's somebody's first pride and it's their first experience. And so if you're going to go in with this attitude of like, Hey, um, I'm going to judge everybody. (laughs) Like, you know,
1: you're also creating this wrong attitude.
0: Yeah. And you're creating this vibe that, you know, somebody that might be their first time there, they'd be like, I never want to go there again. Somebody judged me for something, you know, like, it's just like the church, like, you know, like, there's a very judgmental vibe in the church and like, you don't want, don't want that to carry through, you know?
1: Yeah. You have to fit into a specific box. And if you don't fit into the specific box, well then that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Like the church is very much into labeling things and having everything very compartmentalized and organized and humans really aren't, we're kind of messy and we kind of don't fit into specific categories all the time and I think that's a really beautiful like I was just so thrilled to watch little kids running around with pride flags draped around their shoulders and just being just knowing that there's another generation that we're raising in this community of kids that are so open and so loving and are being raised in this like this is something to be celebrated rather than you know other theater yeah yeah. yeah. and some of those kids are gonna grow up and probably you know be be part of that community and they're gonna grow up knowing that that's a safe that's safe that's fine that's Mm -hmm. absolute they're still completely embraced and loved in this community i think that's incredible
0: yeah absolutely um i think i always when i think of pride like that um for the longest time, so with the church, the actual what that guy was talking about, like <laughs> it just made me think of like how the church is like so against the word pride, and yeah, like, you couldn't even say it over the pulpit kind of thing. I'm proud of doing this. I'm proud of this person yeah. or whatever. For the longest time, I don't know if it's still that way, but like there was some talk that was given, and so I just remember my mom always saying like we don't say pride, and so like even um. So like for the longest time I'd hear about pride like LGBTQ pride, gay pride, parade or whatever the festival, and I'm like what what that sounds. It was cool. almost
1: like a bad word, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But now it's like once you, you've been to one and you like you, pr- you um embrace that like and it's really just like pride in yourself and your community and like being authentic and I and you're celebrating that love is love and I and that comes in all shapes and that's um all across the spectrum and the um the thing is I and I understand this might be kind of um I might not be in the majority with the queer community on this um thing that I think about but like heterosexuality is a sexuality also too you know like yeah and so I think when we're when you're uh When you've been so othered, you kind of get in this mindset that, like, there's this, there's a separation because obviously, you know, we're different. But, like, Mm -hmm. um, because we've been, we get so suppressed by the heterosexuality majority, Mm -hmm. I think we tend to diminish that and say that doesn't, you know, and just kind of, it's almost like we're doing the same thing back to them does that mean yeah sense? yeah like, no I can think um,
1: like you you didn't wake up one day and say okay you know what I'm gonna like men from now on yeah. just like I didn't wake up one day and say I'm gonna like men from now on it's just a natural thing that happens yeah regardless of where you fall on the spectrum you are who you are it's not that you just woke up and made a choice yeah about it so yeah we all are the same no matter where whether you know me as a straight woman it doesn't matter where we fall. We all do have that in common, that it is just who we are. Yeah. Because, like, if just... I could have made the choice to not be attracted to men, oh, like...
0: girl. No, no some, kidding. Jesus. <laughs>
1: there's some, there's some I mean, for example, uh, this man that sent me these unsolicited messages was yeah. very aggressive about asking me out after my divorce. So... Oh. He's he's one of those. He trees. sounds
0: like a peach, yeah.
1: He's a light ball. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I um but we're like I think going along with, like I feel like the same thing with like wanting pride to be just just about the queer community. And I understand the history of we're gonna get into mm-hmm. that a little bit, but like the yeah. history of the pride you know, the Pride Fest and everything um, is all about the queer community. But I think we're at a place where we can be like, "Hey, heterosexuals, you can come. You know, like you can be here. You know, I don't know. I just
1: if as long if as you're going to be heterosexual people, had have helped the gay community, there would not need to be, there wouldn't have needed to be riots, there would not have needed to be bricks thrown." Yeah. It, it wouldn't, but because it happened, you know, there is that
0: tension between and the divide.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah there is a divide there, unfortunately, yep. because it should have it should have never been a thing.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, hate crimes still happen, and Black trans women are still very much um, one of the top murdered. Um, they go missing all the time. They get murdered. Uh, I think last year, I don't know the statistics, but I feel like there were like 20 of them i had a thing that anyway um several too many you know and these like i would these things some accounts on instagram that i would follow would tell you would kind of um notify like hey this um this black trans woman is the 15th one that has been murdered this year and it's just um
1: one's too many one is too many It should not be, it should not be happening for, to, to anyone, but especially to marginalized trans black women. Yeah. You know.
0: Which is the whole reason we have pride is because of a black trans woman, um, Marsha P. Johnson. Uh, I guess that's a good segue into that. Um, I don't know if a lot of, uh, I didn't know a lot of the history of pride, honestly, until just like few years ago honestly. yeah
1: i listened to a crime documentary about marsha p johnson and that's how i was like wait what that's what like this is where pride co-? i had no idea until yeah. yeah like it was 2020 it was during the lockdown mm-hmm. that i was like mm-hmm. obsessively listening to true crime just to get my brain <laughs> off the fact that we were like living through hell <laughs> yeah but this that was my sad. first was
0: introduction, like true introduction. Crime and like sad like Tragic stories or like an escape. <laughs> That's how shitty everything is. <laughs> like,
1: hey, remember when people were just being murdered brutally? That was a good time. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of other podcasts, there's this um, podcast that I listen to called uh, "You're Wrong About," and it's oh, yes. incredible. Like they debunk all this. Like their their whole point of starting the podcast was to um. Take uh, women who have been vilified and like um, like Tanya Harding, Vanessa Williams. Um, there's one on. Uh, oh, they did a whole thing on Princess Diana and oh, like, yeah. women in history who have been um, remembered for. Oh, and then the Janet Jackson thing with her nipple, like at Super I Bowl or whatever. Talk
1: about how it was Justin who ripped her yeah. shirt off.
0: Yeah, and he didn't get any any shit for it, and she nope. got her whole career ruined for it, and. Um, yeah, they go in and they debunk a lot of that and they say, this is, this is what actually happened. And mm-hmm. if, Um, they actually, if you understand these women's history, then they'll, you can understand like, um, more about why this is like, that they actually aren't these bad women that media and history painted them out to be. And right. Yeah. A lot of them are just products of their circumstances, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah. and the patriarchy. Rage. Anyway, Smash um, the
1: patriarchy. <laughs>
0: but uh, they have an episode about. Um, I think it's a two-parter that they talk about with Stonewall riots and one of the hosts on there is gay and he's he's like I feel weird about talking about this because it's not he's like I should be a proponent for the Stonewall riots and he's like I am but it's not it wasn't as there were other riots
1: mm-hmm. It was time. just the one that kind of blew everything completely yeah. wide open. Yep. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think that was his and I thought that was a good point because it's um I think Stonewall gets, which it should, because it was, like, it it was a pivotal point.
1: Yeah, it was, like, the, the catalyst, creation. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I did find an article. I did some research, too. Look Bye. at me. I'm changing. I am turning over a new leaf. Listeners, you have not heard the episode yet. We've already recorded it. But there's some, I got some research happening.
1: It's, look at us both growing. I didn't engage <laughs> with a troll. I just, I just took <laughs> took nearly thirty seven years, but I just like shut that shit down.
0: <laughs> I loved it. And then um, I texted
1: you all the things I wanted to say.
0: <laughs> I know it was great. We raged for a bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're doing research. I'm being a better human. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes. Proud
1: of us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, this is from Britannica. Do you remember? I think we talked about this on. Uh, the Oh the yeah,
1: it's like Wikipedia uh, Britannica. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and like
1: that—that's my reference to research. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: oh God. Tell me you're old when, without telling me you're old.
0: <laughs> you remember when they would uh, sell subscriptions to it, and uh, they had commercials about it, and they were like five-minute-long commercials. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, and if God. you act now, you get like the bonus atlas.
0: <gasps> oh. And they're only good for a year, like yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. you got all these books. Oh, anyway, Britannica, you're doing great. But it's still around <laughs> apparently. So, but not in book form. So, uh, it says gay pride, also called, oh, I don't like. That. Of course, also called LGBT pride or LGBTQ pride by name pride. I don't know why it had to. Anyway, annual celebration, usually in June, in the United States, and sometimes at other times in other countries of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community identity. Gay Pride commemorates the Stonewall Riots, which began in the early hours of June 28, 1969, after police raided the Stonewall Inn bar in New York City's Greenwich Village neighborhood. Gay Pride typically involves a series of events and is often capped by a parade involving marchers and colorful floats from the LGBTQ community and its supporters. Um, the... Oh, something I was thinking about when, um, the thing that I think about when I, oh man, so there's the last pride I went to was in Denver, and I'm not not trashing on it or anything. I just sometimes like I I don't like the corp- the mm, the corporate yeah. side of pride that has become so corporate. You know, and it's become such a. uh Yes, it helps the economy, but like um, it's kind of become just like a money grab, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like they just and there's been I've seen a lot of memes this year about how um, uh, it's kind of it very well signifies like how the queer community is as fed up with these corporations that are only putting rainbow stuff on their late logos during June and doing all this stuff just to just to cash but, in on it. Yeah, just yeah. To cash in on it. And it's these companies that are typically, like, anti-gay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, okay, so what are you doing the rest of the time to actually yeah. help the community? July through yeah. May,
1: they don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the day that Chick-fil-A does something gay, <laughs> I would <was like, laughs> say...
1: Uh, well, it would have to take Christ himself to come let them know that that's
0: <laughs> true. you'd that be
1: wrong. True. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, let's see. I don't know. You, you found stuff about Marsha B. Johnson. That's, that's
1: yeah. True. Um, I was just, yeah, reading on just Wikipedia. But um, do you want to, I can just give like the little kind of blurb about who marcia p johnson was um born and also known as malcolm michaels jr was an american gay liberation activist and self-identified drag queen known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights johnson was one of the prominent figures in the stonewall uprising of 1969 though some have mistakenly credited johnson for starting the riots johnson was always forthcoming about not having been present when the riots began um that
0: was something that they brought up in the that podcast yeah she was just because she was kind of a figurehead but she was never actually there when it started
1: yeah like and she was very much saying like no it was not me i am a part of it but i wasn't there um but yeah so shortly after the 1992 gig pride parade johnson's body was discovered floating in the hudson river um yeah police police initially i'm getting emotional sorry Police initially ruled the death as a suicide, but Johnson's friends and other members of the local community insisted Johnson was not suicidal and noted that the back of Johnson's head had a massive wound. Johnson's suspicious death occurred during a time when anti-LGBT violence was at a peak in New York City, including biased crime by police. Yep. Johnson was one of the activists who had been drawing attention to this epidemic of violence against the community participating in marches and other acti- activism to demand justice for victims and an inquiry into how to stop the violence. So yeah, basically don't speak out against dirty cops or you end up in the Hudson.
0: Well, the thing is um what they they the from what I understand like with before the Stonewall riots what was happening is they were doing police were doing actual searches on these gay bars and they mm-hmm. were they had no reason to they would just yep. go in there and arrest people and um, they turn on
1: the, the lights and expose everybody and yeah it was harassment pure and simple yep. it was just harassment of gay men just because they could
0: Yep. and um so i think the the thing when i think about that is just like i can't even imagine that now like the reason we have gay bars is because they're safe space. Mm -hmm. And that's historically why we've continued to have them. And, um, they, um, they encroached on that. And so that's the thing that made the Stonewall riots is it was like, um, they started doing this, um, harassment, you know, like the police came, they were trying to drag people out. And then, um, they decided to stand up for themselves and i i yeah. the police weren't ready for that because usually no. like they just kind of go along with it and just mind your p's and q's and they'll leave you alone. like just deal yeah. with it for a little bit and then they'll, we can move on but yeah it comes to a point where enough's enough you know like we you can't continue to do this to us so
1: yeah you hit a breaking point absolutely where you just you decide to hit back
0: yeah And thank God they did, because honestly, like, I just, I think, (laughs) I feel, I haven't even been out that long. Like, it's been, uh, technically 10, I count up from when I came out to my parents, and that was, like, Mm -hmm. almost, it was, like, nine and a half years ago. And then, um, the, but I had been coming out to, like, family and friends before that for, like, three or four years before that, so, um, it's been a while, but I'm still pretty, you know, relatively new. And I came out pretty late in my, but everybody comes out in their own time. Just saying, just yeah. putting that out yeah. there, like it's all your timing. And when you feel safe, there was something that I saw about how um, pride is also for people who don't feel safe to come out yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> even real. if they're still in the closet because they can't, Yeah, it's okay. And you're still, this pride's for you too. Yeah.
0: Like if you're a trans kid and you your parents are against anything to do with that, and you don't feel like you're safe, you don't feel like you can, and you have to wait till you're 18 till you move out of the house, you know, then mm-hmm. you
1: know you can it doesn't still... change who you are on the inside. Exactly. If it's being forced upon you to be somebody else on the outside, it does not change who you are on the inside, and you. Are still valued. You are still worthy of celebrating pride, and we still celebrate you for surviving.
0: That's right. Because sometimes when you're a queer kid, it's a daily stru- <laughs> a daily thing to just survive. So I, I couldn't yeah.
1: even, I couldn't imagine like teenage years are such hell. Yeah. I could not imagine that other layer of just 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 carrying that. Like, I just, I could not imagine how, how you, how you would even, as a kid, as a kid who yeah. is still like developing their brain function, like, I don't, yeah. I, every single one of you, I am so proud of all of you for just getting up and just going.
0: Yeah. Here, here. There you go. Cheers <laughs> to that. I, um, but, uh, uh, where I only came out, you know, like, not very long ago, like, when I came, when I was joining the Navy, they had just repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Mm -hmm. you know, and so um, I never experienced that, which, thank God, but, like, um, I don't, like, there's, my point was that, like, gay bars now, like, we, we just don't understand what people went through to get to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's what I try to always remember when I go to Pride and when I think about Pride Month. Like it's a good time to reflect on like what we have now mm-hmm. and um like what we what these people these um, human rights movements people uh, went through to get us to what we, what we have now. So.
1: Yeah. Cause now it's fun to go to a gay bar with your girlfriends and, you know, be silly and dress up silly. And that's not, I mean, that's great that that can be that now, but that's not where it originated. Like, it originated as just having a place to just breathe, you know? Yeah.
0: And now sometimes I feel like it's, it can be seen seen as like a novelty, like a, like we're kind Mm -hmm. of, and I did read this Facebook thread just recently, like maybe a couple of months ago where they were like, what do we think about, um, bachelorette parties, like straight bachelorette parties Mm -hmm. in gay bars. And I was like, and my initial thought was like, well, we have the right to marry now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's not as big a slap in the face as it used to be. But then, then I was reading some of the stuff, like some of the comments that, like people have gay men having experiences with these bachelorettes coming into their their spaces
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just fondling all the men and like
1: being inappropriate, being
0: really inappropriate and being mm-hmm. just like and acting like it's some circus basically and acting like it's some like it's Vegas and it's like this is our safe space. This is where we yeah. get to be ourselves. You don't get to come in. So all I'm saying, like, if you were a straight female and you go to a gay bar just have some respect for the treat
1: <laughs> treat people the way you want to be treated yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be dancing on the dance floor with your girlfriends and have some man come start grabbing you just because you know yeah like it goes it goes both ways yeah. just respect people
0: <laughs> yeah well in the um Ugh. i think of like what was it There's a thought I had about that. I can't remember. Um, I lost it already. I'm really professional. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I have lots of thoughts about all this stuff, so we could be on here forever, but I, um, was it the, I can't think of what I was thinking of. Um, I'm about to edit this out because this is really dumb. All right, we move on. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you, as a gay man, what is like your dream list checklist of what an ally should look like?
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So you you had mentioned this, and I was like, I was trying to think of like because as we were talking about this topic, to like something we could talk about. Um, I was like trying to think of things that would like you know make me and really like we kind of talked about um there being a safe space and I just um I think letting yourself known to be a safe space and however you want to do that is whether it's like by hanging a pride flag like um on your house um wearing it like and it don't even you can do it all year round you know like you don't have to do it just like you can wear a pride shirt any time of the year and be like, Hey, just so you know, I'm you just so that it's out there, you know? And I think, I think we do. June is great, you know? And like, I think I love seeing more of the allyship then, but I feel like it, it definitely goes away July through May, you know? And like, just like, and I think what I'm trying, I'm just, I think that there needs to be continuity in that. And if that would be a, if you're going to be an ally, you need to be an ally, 365 days of the year, 24/7. And there, um, I did want to commend you on how you were like um, with that guy, just like shutting it down, giving him no response. And I think that's a good example, huge example of a good ally. And you had talked about how you didn't used to be that way, and I think recognizing that is huge. And,
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, <laughs> ah, I made Dusty cry now. <laughs> ah,
1: guys, it never happens. Oh, I
0: know, God. but uh, I think, and the fact that you are, um, you brought your kids to Pride, and which is something that, like, even, like, my parents would never have done, you know. And it's like, and they still would never do, you know. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if I ever told this story, but I took them to the gay bar (laughs) yeah
1: you've told me this story I don't think you've told on the podcast though
0: oh yeah so (laughs) I was in I had just moved to Denver and my parents had come to visit and my little sister were there and we were went to this museum and then after the museum we were like we want to get some lunch and so I'm looking on Yelp for this like a burger place because my dad said I want a good burger. Found hamburger Marys. <laughs> listeners, if you know what hamburger Marys is, it's a gay establishment <laughs> by drag queens. And um I had no idea. And I never heard of it. So I was just like, and it had really good ratings. And <laughs> so I was like, cool, let's go there. And it was really close. So we go there. Immediately we get there. And if you've been to the hamburger Marys in Denver, it's a big purple house <laughs> with lights and like a patio and rainbow flags everywhere there's no mistaking what it is (laughs) and i walk up and i'm like oh shit oh (laughs) shit taking my mormon family to (laughs) gay bar and walk in usually there's a drag queen as a hostess yeah but um the uh there's like height there they had like high heels everywhere they have like um vintage like pin-up girls you know yeah it's just this whole vibe you know and so we would go out to the patio and I could tell my parents were visibly uncomfortable (laughs) and and, uh they and I I didn't say anything I was just like looking at on the menu (laughs) I think they named some of the stuff
1: (laughs) yeah my mom's eating at hamburger mary's she's told me about it
0: yeah (laughs) Oh, it's great, and it's uh, great food, but like, um, <laughs> when you're not prepared, and your Mormon family is not prepared, um <laughs> So, and then to make matters worse, I thought it was better, but it also very uncomfortable at the time. But it makes the story even better. Uh, it was Sunday, also. Was it Sunday? It was like a, it was like a Saturday afternoon. I don't know. I don't know why we'd be out on a Sunday. Anyway,
1: say, I don't um, think it was a Sunday was it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you no, know, It had to have been, like, it was an afternoon, so, like, I think people were brunching and, like, or, like, bottom, bottom, bleh, bottomless mimosas, you know, and so mm-hmm. they seat this table of loud gays behind us <laughs> and their little girlfriends, you know, and all this stuff, and I, and they're just talking really loud about all the things <laughs> that you don't want your parents to hear, and I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Anyway, um... Yeah, so there's my little. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, but going back to allyship, um, <laughs> I, I think honest too. Also the um, so like continuity, I guess, is a big. Yeah. And also just um, and when you are confronted with homophobia, like what you did, like just shutting it down and just being like, I want nothing, no part of that, you know, yeah. and it doesn't mean that you have to like put yourself at risk or at harm or anything and it, i it's not like um but like just letting them know like hey i don't talk about i don't do that that's not setting up that boundary you know yeah, and like yeah. at least letting them know that that's not where you are and that's not and then um but
1: that it's not it's not up for debate like yeah. you getting aggressive with me is not going to make me change how I feel. Yeah. I mean it goes the other way. He's aggressive about it. Anything I was to say to him, it was just gonna be fuel on the fire. So
0: Well see so, and he he would have gone back to whoever like other, you know, religious friends would have been like, oh I just talked to this woman and she was all like she got all mad about, you know, mm-hmm. about the gays and whatever and she was she would have, he would have vilified you, made uh, you into the bad I'm guy. Sure so, I'm
1: sure I'm um, sure because yeah. I know that the fact that I blocked him, because as I was blocking him, there was still messages coming through that just didn't show up. Oh, and wow. so I know just from who he is, because I did go to high school with him. I know that that sent him into some sort of rage Okay. Oh, I... Sure wasn't allowing him to share his message that he had to, yes. that he felt that he had to share That's with so me. right? important
0: words, yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Saving my soul from the, you know, heathen beliefs of, ugh. since I don't go to church. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. <laughs> sitting in a church building makes you a better person.
0: Yeah, of course. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like sitting in my garage makes me a car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, <laughs> uh, I so also I think um, what was I gonna say I I feel like um, educating uh, educating yourself, educating others, like what you find and like so if you hear something, say something kind of thing. Like if yeah. you hear, like if you hear somebody say like homophobic slur or something and you're like hey I don't I don't do that you know you don't yeah. do that around me at least I don't you know? like that
1: word please don't I, do not it that. Me. <laughs> I do not receive that yeah and I've said that I have said that like unfortunately you know my husband works rough construction mm-hmm. it has popped out of his mouth and I love him and I have just simply said we don't say that word and he yeah. goes I'm sorry you're right we don't oh, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> so um and also like there's like stuff on the news where you see like, uh, I'm not asking, like, I don't think any, uh, any person in the queer community really wants people to just like troll other people and be like, you know, I just, I think we can get caught up in that. Just like we can get caught up with trolls on the, you know, church yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. like members of the church, whatever. Um, but like, so don't actively seek that. But when you, when it, comes to i think it just i think the biggest thing for me is like just knowing that there's strength in numbers Mm -hmm. and knowing that there's more like-minded people as far as like people that are just like yeah i don't understand um like it's not a big deal like sexuality is different for everybody it looks different for everybody so like
1: it's honestly the least interesting thing about most people
0: (laughs) and you've said it before where it's like when you hear somebody come out to you, you're just like, oh, it's just like them telling me that their favorite color is red, you know? Yeah, kind of
1: it's, it's literally just information about that person that I'm like, cool, this is something to file in my brain about, you are lactose intolerant, you are also gay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And that's how it should be.
0: <laughs> also, um, another, so I think, I think this is only, I'm only going to say this just because I'm having kind of an experience. Well, so my new job, and I've talked to you about it before offline, but the, my new job I have, um, I work with two other administrative assistants and I've had opportunities to disclose my sexuality to them, but I have not taken it. And, um, I first think, you know, my gut reaction is like, why am I doing that? Like, why am I suppressing that fr- from them? And you had made a good point that it's more just, um, it's a safety thing. Like it's because I'm so used to only disclosing that when I feel completely safe and open with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's, be- um, it goes back to the safe space thing. Like just, um, and it's not even that these two people have like, given me any inkling that there's like I feel danger like I feel like if I were to tell them they'd be like okay cool whatever
1: you know like I
0: don't I don't think it would be a big deal at all but I've um I've chosen for some reason not to yet and so um and it's not even like I've like I've it's more like it's not like I've consciously done it But I've just kind of, it's just been there. Like, I just kind of like, I'm just going to be vague about that, you know, just because I don't want to, I don't know yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, I don't think
1: it's something that, like, for me, for example, being in a job setting, it would not be something that I would feel I would have to share. So I don't think that you should feel that you should have to go out of your way to, to share, you know what I mean? Right. Like if it came up naturally in conversation, then, you know, yeah. but, or if I like had if somebody were like Yeah, yeah. Or That's there right. was like an event for, you know, a work event that partners were to come to, like something like that. Absolutely. But just off, like, I don't generally walk around being like, yeah, I'm married to a man named Patrick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I think you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to, when there doesn't need to be right if that makes sense like you yeah. you don't need to and you don't ever have to if you're not comfortable with it right and maybe someday you'll be like I don't know paint a rainbow on your face and walk to work I don't know yeah
0: when I worked at Barnes and Noble I was I had a rainbow button and I had a rainbow on my little badge so it was like just,
1: but there was also people there that were very clearly open about it, and so it was a different. It's a different vibe, vibe right? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um. So, what was I? There was something else. I, oh, so I was gonna also say, like, um, as far as like being an ally, like, just so an experience I had in the military, uh, several times. But one that I can specifically think of when I first got to Denver for my new post, um, I had you go when you when you arrive at a new um new new station, you they take you, you usually have a check-in sheet, and you have to talk to like all these people, you get introduced to all, so you know who to go to for certain things. Like you go to right, metal, you're not just like floating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to, yeah, so you go to medical, you go to dental or you go to the people that represent like the training program, the people that represent different things, you know, and also your leaders and all that stuff. So, um uh I was being taken around and literally everybody, just about everybody I talked to asked me if I was married. And but when they did it, they asked, "Do you have a wife?" And oh. so um I was just like, and it always, like, it caught me off guard, because I would come off, come from San Diego, where it was, like, definitely not how they would talk to you. No, no. (laughs) Like, they would, do you have a spouse, is usually what they would say, or are you married, is all you really need to say, like, you don't need to even genderize it, or whatever, but, um, I, uh, I would just be like, no, you know, I just kinda immediately put up my guard. Yeah. So I think as an ally, like just watching the verbiage, like kinda like and how you ask questions like that, if you ever have to ask questions about like somebody's um gender or their like even if not that you would have to ask about their gender, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you have to ask about their marital status, ask them what is your marital status.
1: Yeah. How are you married? Yeah.
0: Are you are you single, married, or whatever? You don't even have to ask, do you have a wife? Do you have a husband? You know, like, because yeah. that's, eh. Yeah, yeah. Because like,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm trying very hard with the boys, too. Like, yesterday, um, every person that we interacted with, I was very conscious of using the pronouns they mm-hmm. and to not assume. And mm-hmm. I found that the boys were kind of picking up on that, too. Like, look, they have a pretty dress on. Look, they are oh. wearing a cool cape. And I felt really proud of, like, good job good job yeah. guys because I mean yes there was people that were dressed very extravagantly and mm-hmm. I mean I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gender you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you in your beautiful ball gown I don't know how you identify and so that is not my job to put that my job is just to they look great
0: <laughs> yes yes right yeah well and uh, I think to me. The that's the best way to do it, is to that they they them is a more general term anyway so why and neutral so like why aren't we using that as the default and then like if they tell us hey I identify this way or I you know as she her or he him
1: mm-hmm.
0: then we can be like more specific but like there should be yeah. the they them immediately and I think and I just
1: can't. I started doing that when the kids were really the kids are still really little but when my my eldest was very small because there was a lot of very long-haired boys who are adorable but you cannot tell children at but, that age they are just dimples and chubbiness and adorableness yeah. and so i would just say how old are they and it oh, it became very yeah. natural because i was always, when my parents had me out as a kid it was always oh he's really cute like I remember people saying that to me. Oh. And just being like, I'm not a bull. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> oh I just well, am and... dirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like mud or whatever. Oh <laughs> uh, well in the
0: um I was visiting my cousin the other day and she had a dog that was named Kit. And I assumed it was a girl dog. So I'm just oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, she's so cute. And then she said, she's my cousin. Like, said, oh, yeah, he's two years old or something like that. And I was like, I immediately just <laughs> a fucking dog. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to, oops, my bad. And I even right, said right, You're like, apologizing it
1: was to the dog. I didn't mean to misgender you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> yeah. like.
0: It's, and it was an easy fix, too, so I don't understand why people can't. And it, yeah,
1: I don't. I know, and people get so the Pronouns are, like, we all, we all use pronouns, honey.
0: Let's, yeah, have you heard how the How language works. I, I don't <laughs> like people with pronouns. People, with, I'm like, everybody has pronouns. You have pronouns. i like, yeah. no, I don't. Oh, Yes, you do. It's English <laughs> yes. language. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I wonder how it works because, like, in foreign languages, you have masculine and feminine like nouns for things. I don't even. That's
0: um, that's a whole complex so thing. Spanish, actually, I don't know if earlier in the podcast I had oh, a yeah, yeah. um D, that um, they were saying that. Spanish is very masculine and feminine, and so it's, they're having to, whereas at least English has some neutral terms we can use, but, like, um, and I do know, like, German, I think it's because of our German, like, English is a Germanic Germanic, language, we do, they have neutral terms, too, like, they actually have, like, a neuter, neuter, anyway, but the, Um, um, when you learn Spanish, it's very binary. And they've had to, like, come up with new phrases for um, people that are queer and that are also Latino.
1: Like, I always found it weird to, like, have to remember which gender a certain noun had in French class. Like, I always was like, I don't understand why this, I think it was, like, a couch or something, was a female. Like, why is the couch female?
0: (laughs) A table yeah, that's the same as Spanish. Like is the yeah. romantic languages. The romantic languages definitely are very binary and like everything has a gender and yet they don't but it can't be like no gender.
1: <laughs> yeah. So very strange. Uh,
0: yeah. Very strange. <laughs> Thank God we speak English. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Geez. Um I guess I don't know, that's big big things i don't know if that was i don't know if that was helpful on the allyship thing but like i think mainly just kind of just being like think the continuity thing just like and being just like always aware that like um who you never know who's around you that's hearing what you're saying yeah. so even if you're um you can have like performative allyship all you want and say and be like put stuff up you know you can have like a rainbow flag on your um instagram whatever and on the month of june and then turn around and like you're saying you know say shit to somebody else you know and like yeah um but you people are listening when you and um whether it's like you're talking in front of you know a kid that's that eventually grows up and like in a few years or whatever realizes that they're in the queer community and they, they think of um, stuff that you've said. And so they automatically know that you're not necessarily a safe space Yeah, for them to talk to. So um, that's
1: one of my biggest regrets in life is that I know for a fact that in my younger years, I said horrific things. Oh, no. and I know that it was around people who have now, Come out, and I, I know I added to their weight that they had to carry, and that kills me, because that was not right. And there's no, there's no way to apologize for it, you know. There's no way to call up that kid and be like, "Hey, remember in grade 11 when I was a complete dick? Mm. Sorry about that." You (laughs) know. So all I can do is just, now that I have kids, just raise them to know what that
0: don't be a dick just don't well, be a dick <laughs> yeah and now you've learned and you're paying that forward you know i think that's that's your apology right there is like turning it around so, I
1: hope
0: so. Oh. honestly like um it hasn't been that long since being gay was like hasn't had that ick factor like it's suddenly like now in the past few years it's been it's it's that we've seen like this huge overturn of just like it's actually acceptable. Like I have to see, Well, yeah, you know, when
1: we were kids it was oh that's gay was like a derogatory yeah. term. That's yep. just what we said and now that's Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Well, and
0: um I this was just 2000 almost 9 years ago that I arrived on my ship in the middle of the Middle East I had just come out come out to my parents and just, and then flown off to the Middle East. And run. <laughs> Plotted into the, plopped into the, uh, on a destroyer in the middle of the Gulf, the Persian Gulf. Didn't know shit, didn't know anybody. And all I hear is the, the three letter F word and the, oh. um all these gay jokes and all this stuff. So I did not feel safe, you know, and oh, that was I like 10 imagine. years ago. Like I, um so that's, I mean, we've come a long way since then, as a I think, but I think there's still definitely a lot to go because we got legislation that wants to take away trans rights. We've got um, the possibility of <laughs> Roe v. Wade being turned over, um, and then which could uh, domino effect into gay rights and.
1: For sure. Yep
0: fucking okay i'm sorry but like i gotta go on a little tangent because <laughs> if you ever come at me and say oh it'll never happen obergefell and hodges is never going to be taken down
1: that's what they said about roe v wade
0: yeah
1: and look at us so now would. just fucking look at us <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <sighs> so and it will like as a canadian it Still will affect Canada. It may not be an immediate effect, but it we will see. That's why I I'm I'm not a huge Justin Trudeau fan, but mm-hmm. the fact that after a mass shooting in a country that's not our shooting, that he stepped up and was like, "Hey, guess what? We're cracking down more on weapons." Yeah, that because it has a ripple effect. It does, it does. into my yeah. country, and so it's terrifying. It may not be an immediate something, but it's mm-hmm. coming for us.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. What a crazy time to live in, but um
1: <laughs> Poor Margaret Atwood is like, guys, I'm not a psychic. I didn't write this for this to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Uh, this
1: was not my Stop meant to be reading man. my books.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is
0: Poor to be just fiction. <laughs>
1: right, and the fact that she has said I stopped writing The Handmaid's Tale multiple times because it was too out there and now oh, now, look <laughs> now look at us.
0: Now look at us. Yeah. And here we are, we're like um, what was it? These people are worried about 1984 being the the dystopia that we're <laughs> we were going to be living in i mean and sure, that's what maybe, pe- generally
1: but. that's what the people want though the people want there to be guns everywhere and to nobody be able to do anything because you'll get shot if you step out of line that's what people literally want they don't understand that that's that's what they're asking for when they're saying let's arm our teachers let's yeah. they're asking to live in 1984 where every single step is monitored and watched and you will be shot if you toe out of line yep yeah, but they just don't see it. They just
0: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> up with their freedom, you know. The, up with their freedom the to f- carry a gun, to yeah. carry an assault assault rifle. Yeah. I, anyway. I really
1: do not <sighs> <laughs> well. Well.
0: Happy Pride everybody Happy
1: Pride? <laughs> Thanks for making me cry twice Yeah. Oh my god oh,
0: It's usually the other way around
1: I know I'm like I'm sorry I'm usually very stoic
0: I can't do ya I broke off on you I'm <laughs> <laughs> a little ball baby And you're like
1: <laughs> Oh my god I just have so many feelings
0: Oh <laughs> uh. Listeners, if you have the opportunity to go to a Pride this month, please do. There are also, there's, um, I know certain Prides are in, like, July. I think it goes all the way into, like, September for some. Like, I know, like, um, Florida will have um, Prides in, like, because it's hot as balls right now there. Mm-hmm. So, they usually wait until the the fall to have their uh, Pride events. So,
1: yeah.
0: it's going forever. Um <laughs> and we're here we're queer we're here to stay so
1: <laughs> get used to it <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely
0: also stay safe out there because we know that yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a crazy world we live in right now so, yeah yeah everybody Americans so. <laughs> yeah
1: everybody stay safe be kind take care of each other <laughs>
0: that's right Great. well thank you Dusty
1: anytime. Glad to be here. (laughs)